Now for what I call a little good news. I'm not sure where you come from. Kind of interesting. The Interior Department now has suspended the Alaska program long sought by the GOP, but opposed by the tribes that live there, and they should have some consideration. The administration on Tuesday suspended oil and gas leases in Alaska's Arctic National Wildlife Refuge, reversing a drilling program approved, of course, by the Trump administration and reviving a political fight over a remote region that is home to polar bears and other wildlife and a rich reserve of oil, but also there's human beings living there, folks. You might want to give them some consideration. The Interior Department order follows a temporary moratorium on oil and gas lease to activities imposed by President Joe Biden on his very first day in office. I happen to remember that. Biden's January 20 executive order suggested a new environmental review was needed to address possible legal flaws in a drilling program approved by the Trump administration all the way back in 2017 uh, that was a law enacted by Congress that never really got acted on, thank goodness. And I'll put mine in here, folks. This is my two cents worth. There's nothing more important than taking care of this earth. We have got to quit abusing it for short-term gain. I don't care who's in charge. It's just irresponsible. And I'm hoping that, even if this particular administration lasts four years, that we get a grip on the fact that we don't have a second choice. This is it. Okay? We live here. This is the only planet we've got. I, I guess I reiterate this a little too much on each show. It is very important that we preserve what we have here, not just for those of us that are here. I'm on short term these days, folks. But my kids and their kids and their kids are not on short term. We're supposed, I guess we call this human, humanity, to leave things better than we found them. But the last few generations just can't seem to see that far. Folks, it's, it's, we can't, we can't uh, climate change preserving our earth water is going to become as important and probably as expensive as petroleum was we need to get off of the petroleum and the fossil wagon and get on things that are more sustainable and and at least until recently we just haven't been doing that we're running about a decade or 20 years behind after conducting a required review the interior said it identified defects in the underlying record of decisions supporting the leases, including the lack of analysis of a reasonable range of alternatives required under the National Environmental Policy Act. And that, folks, is one of the bedrocks currently, at least, of the environmental laws that we live under. The remote 19.6 million, almost 20 million acre refuge is home to polar bears, caribou, snowy owls, all lots of other wildlife, including migrating birds from six continents, folks, of the seven. The oil industry has long been trying to open up the oil-rich refuge, which is considered sacred to the indigenous Gwich'in, and they want to open it up just for drilling. At least environmental groups and some Alaskan Native tribes have been trying to do their best to block it for years now. Former President Bill Clinton 
vetoed a GOP plan to allow drilling in the refuge way back in 1995, and the two parties have been fighting over that region ever since. The U.S. Bureau of Land Management and Interior Department Agency held a lease sale for the refuge's coastal plain. There's some irony in this, folks. On January 6th, do you remember what happened on January 6th? Two weeks before Biden took office. Eight days later, the agency signed leases for nine tracks totaling about eh, 685 square miles. However, the issuance of the leases was not announced publicly until January 19th. Former President Donald Trump's last full day in office. One of the many surprises he gave us right before he left. Biden has long opposed drilling in the region, and environmental groups have been pushing for permanent protections. It was actually referenced to during the presidential campaign. This administration's action to suspend the leases comes after officials disappointed environmental groups last week by defending a Trump administration decision to approve major oil projects on Alaska's northern slope. And in my opinion, for what it's worth, that flies in the face of even then Biden's pledges to address climate change. Folks, this whole picture is part of the problem. In my opinion, suspending these leases is a step in the right direction. And I got to commend this particular administration for committing to a new program analysis that prioritizes sound science, which we haven't been doing in the last three or four years, and adequate tribal consultation for the humans that live there, the people that have lived there for generations. As a matter of fact, they've been living there for tens of thousands of years. Don't you think they deserve a little consideration? The previous administration actually shortcut environmental laws, but that effort fell apart when exposed to the facts that federal scientists say Arctic refuge drilling cannot be done safely and oil companies really don't even want to drill there. Very few of them. They did open it up right when this administration changed. And ironically, none of the major oil companies even bid on those pieces of land that were available to be drilled. Now it's up to Congress to permanently protect this irreplaceable, over-million-year-old ecosystem and facilitate new economic opportunities based on preserving America's pristine public lands for outdoor recreation and, more importantly, for the wildlife that lives there, not to mention the indigenous people and our lack of respect for their way of life. While we're digging out our science facts for the week, let's do one that's a little uh, drifted away from the previous topic, but nonetheless a phenomenon that is very important to all of us. An international research team, including scientists from ETH Zurich, has shown that almost all the world's glaciers, if you want to be from Britain, or we call them glaciers here, are becoming thinner and losing mass, and that these changes are picking up the pace. The team's analysis is most comprehensive and accurate of its kind ever done to date. Glaciers are a sensitive indicator of climate change, and one that can be easily observed. Regardless of altitude or latitude, glaciers have been melting at a high rate since about the mid-20th century. Until now, however, the full extent of the ice loss has only been partially measured and understood. 
Now an international research team led by the ETH Zurich and the University of Toulouse has authored a comprehensive study on global glacier retreats, which was published online in Nature Magazine. I'm picking this up on the 28th of April of this year. This, as far as I know, the first study to include all of the world's glaciers. Around, I didn't know this number, around 220,000 in total. And even at that number excludes Greenland and Antarctic ice sheets. The study's spatial and temporal resolution is unprecedented. Other words, folks, it's really, really in, in good focus and shows how rapidly glaciers have lost thickness and mass over the past two decades. Because of rising sea levels and water scarcity, what was once permanent ice has declined in volume almost everywhere around the entire globe. Between the years 2000 and 2019, the world's glaciers lost a total, and get this number, folks, it's hard to, for me to grip, 267 gigatons. That's 267 billion tons of ice per year. That's per year on average. An amount that could have submerged the entire surface of, for instance, Switzerland under six meters of water every year. The loss of glacial mass also accelerated sharply during this period. Between the years 2000 and 2004, glaciers lost 227 gigatons of ice per year, but then between 2015 and 2019, the loss mass amounted to over 298, almost 300 gigatons a year. Nearly half of the rise in sea levels is attributed to the thermal expansion of water as it heats up with meltwaters from the Greenland and Antarctic ice sheets and changes in terrestrial water storage accounting for the other remaining one-third. Among the fastest-melting glaciers are those in Alaska, Iceland, and the Alps. The situation is also having a profound effect on mountain glaciers in the Paymar Mountains, the Hindu Kush, and the Himalayan areas. The situation in the Himalayas is particularly worrisome. Because during the dry season, glacier meltwater is an important source that feeds major waterways, such as the Ganges, Brahmaputra, and even the Indus rivers. You have to look them up, folks. But right now, this increased melting acts as sort of a buffer for the people living in the region. Right now, it's doing, it's kind of helping them. But if Himalayan glacier shrinkage keeps accelerating, populous countries like India and Bangladesh could face water and food shortages, and that's just in the next few decades. The findings of the study can improve hydrological models and be used to make more accurate predictions on a whole global as well as on a local basis. For instance, to estimate how much Himalayan glacier meltwater one can anticipate over the next 10, 20, maybe even 30 years, much to their surprise, the researchers also identified a few areas where melt rates slowed between the years 2000 and 2019. Those are places such as Greenland's east coast, Iceland, and Scandinavia. They attributed this divergent pattern to a weather anomaly in the North Atlantic that actually caused higher precipitation and lower temperatures between the years of 2010 and 2019, which actually slowed the ice loss. However, researchers' analysis revealed that after 2019 and since then, the glaciers are now losing mass 
at about the same rate as the rest of the glaciers that they've been studying. And the studies concluded this. The world really needs to act now to prevent the worst-case climate change scenario. My opinion, there's just is another scientific fact that indicates to us it's time to get something done. We cannot wait any longer. We have put it off and put it off. The last administration did nothing about it except actually impede trying to take care of our climate. And it's time to jump back in and get it done as quickly as we can. Thanks for staying tuned to Organic Matters, whether you're listening to one of my podcasts or one of the radio stations I come on each week. You'll always be able to find me. You can go to any of the major podcast outlets now, Apple Podcast, TuneIn, Stitcher, Spotify, and I think there's about eight or nine others. So if you're interested, look up Organic Matters or go to my website. It's all one word, lowercase, organicmatters.info. Be back after this with more of the show. Thank you.